Bonjour, listeners. Uh, we're back again, which for us, it's been a very long time since we recorded. Um, welcome back to Dark Tides. I'm your host, show creator and narrator, Aubrey Lynn, And that feels like something I haven't said in a very long time. Yeah. With me, as always, the two sons of fun, Chester and VJ. I'm the son. And I'm fun. And I've got <laughs> sharp dice. Yes. I we... nearly pricked my skin before. <laughs> it's so sharp. This shows us actually how long it's been because we were given... Uh, some dice by, I believe, a patron? Yes, but we don't know who the patron is, so oh well. Were we told who the patron was, no, or were we, were we told, told it was a secret gift? Kate and Kale gave the, us these, and they said that I'm, uh, my memory was that they were secret gifts from a patron. I don't remember. It, uh, that shows you how long ago it was that Listen, this happened. Listen, Jay, thanks for the dice, man. <laughs> we assume if you Jay. are that patron... Uh, DM us and we will thank you properly. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. So the we boys, do appreciate them. They're very apt colors. Um, they're, they're very, very nice. sharp. They are. Yeah. The edges BJ, are very sharp. Do you volunteer to be thrown one at you? Yes. Okay. Not yep. at my face. Uh, my I need that like for it. my acting. That, yep. Uh, Is that sharp? You can do it at me too. It looks like like if I if I oh let me aim for the gap in the shirt. Hold oh, on, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the mic. Stop the mic. It it's on the floor on the behind floor. you. Don't, actually, I feel like if you step on them, that would be. It's probably going to be. They're uh, very sharp. Anyway, uh, I'm not taking anyone to the emergency. It's 8:30 on a Sunday night. We're not doing it. Exactly. I see how it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's been what, like three months? Since I think we, since we were recorded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a while. At least two. Yeah. And yeah. guess what, guys? Yeah, I'm more three. excited for these episodes than anything else that we've recorded. Yep. Fair, fair. Yeah. I think you've had the plan since we recorded the last episode. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Um, and I didn't yeah. sit down to write anything about them until lunchtime today. Yeah. That's usually how it works. It's usually I'm so how it works. excited for this idea. I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I'm gonna, That's what I do. It's how about it works, every project I ever work on. Now, Are we going to explain why the there was like a two-month gap of no episodes? Um, no. No? no. I feel like... I feel fun. like... Look, what do you want us to say? I. You know what? I think we're back and that's all that matters. <laughs> Patrons, look, it's just the patrons listening. Now. <laughs> it's been it's been a weird whirlwind of, I don't know about BJ, but Chester and I have certainly both been quite sick at different points. Um, I don't know if I've had COVID for the fifth maybe time. Um, I stopped Weak. I stopped caring at a certain point. Uh, it came, it was a point. bad session of timing where we were both alternately really busy. Uh, getting sick, other things coming up in life, and we couldn't get an episode out. Yeah. We and did then, our best. And everything between me and Aubrey would line up, and then we'd ask BJ and be like, boys, I'm not even in the country anymore. I've gone to Tasmania. <laughs> I haven't been to Tasmania. So um, do you want to turn this down a little bit, and I'll listen and monitor? Sure. Uh, it sounds I, fine. How do I turn? It should be the one on the left-hand side. Yeah, up a bit. Hello, up a bit more. Turn it up a little bit. Oh, yep, good. Cool. I'll just check every now and then. Sorry. <laughs> so we apologize for the oh, break in broadcasting. Uh, it was not foreseen. It was not intentional. We're back now. We don't plan to go anywhere. Um, not yet. But life happens. So life we happens. hope that you enjoy these episodes and that this... We hope that you haven't found another podcast to fill the gap. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I hope that you've been podcasts. waiting yeah, for us. Have you been listening to other podcasts? <laughs> We're not good enough for you. Well, Just because we, we dis- don't run ads. <laughs> Just because we disappear for a while. <laughs> I, I think it's- I, I had think to it, have ourselves some me time. I think it shows now some real- Now we're back. 
think it shows some real emotional maturity that we go straight to anger and accusations as a defense for us feeling bad that we There's haven't no been commitment. around. <laughs> yeah, on their part. Exactly. We were committed. We just weren't there. We were busy. Being committed to this. Anything else? This, no, this. It was this. Oh, yeah, this. I yes. have been under this table doing cable <laughs> management this entire- Don't look. This entire time. Chester, Chester I looked under it yesterday. It's, it's not good. Again. It's not good. It's falling down. The poor, we had- Okay, so we have some people who come and rent the studio to record their podcast now, which is really cool. Um, and I set up for them, and I swear, it takes so long to set up because- oh, <laughs> It's just such a mess under the table. If you saw what the uh, what the recording room was like before you like arrived, like five minutes before you walked in the room, oh, there was I a know, bed yeah. in here. There was Chester a had wall. set up a photo shoot for products for a different thing. This is a multi-purpose room. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. Anyway, nice fun facts. Fun facts. Well, uh, for once, I have one wow. that I thought of while I was <laughs> at church with Aubrey. I was like, mm, fun fact. The place okay. where all good ideas happen. Absolutely. I was drawing. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Uh, okay, so my fun fact is that Alistair once went to the talent show when he was at school. And he went, you, we all know, we all know Alistair. Please tell me it's close-up magic. Oh, no, no, it's better. Alistair, we all know that he's handy with a knife. Oh, right. No, that's worse. <laughs> Every, every he was a real fact. problem child. No, we all know that Alistair's a handy with a knife. So my fun fact is that Alistair went to the talent Contest at his school, talent show, or whatever, um, for knife throwing. But he was the target. <laughs> so he had a friend. You know how they have the person like yeah, yeah. on the on the thing and the spinning wheel. Or yeah, whatever. on the spinning wheel. Yeah, he was that person, not the person throwing the knives. Yeah. Mm. Luckily, they missed him. Uh, BJ, I, I just like to say, BJ, what I appreciate about that fun fact. <laughs> I just like to say, BJ, I am is, so is, disappointed. Uh, no, no, is that it follows the structure of a magic trick. Right. First, the pledge True. That, that, that this was going to be a yeah. knife-related Alistair story. Yes. Then the turn. Yes. That I can't remember what the turn was. And then the prestige. <laughs> which was that he's the I star. Don't, I don't remember the, the second part of this, like, <laughs> three-step plan. <laughs> you know the, what? The premise, the middle bit, yeah. and the- <laughs> I'll say, BJ, this yeah. is the first Alistair fun fact that has not made me dislike Alistair more. <laughs> yeah. This is the first good one. I'm really- I like it. I'm waiting for an earnest one that endears yeah. you to me. Um, well, the one I was going to do was I listened to the episode and a few people made comments about how sad I was of Ernest losing his hat. Yeah. And I made the realization of, oh, the start of season three, I said he got a new hat. Yeah. So that's not even that's the hat it's from not season even- one. Did you? It's- that's the hat that his parents bought him for Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. This is the yellow bomber cap and the yellow jacket. So this isn't it's the neither uh, of the original uh, items. It is not the OG <laughs> Ernest outfit. It's at not all. even the season two jacket. <laughs> it's a different jacket. It's literally he lost his season three outfit. And I was like, oh, I've had this the whole show. No, you haven't. See the, because I was like, oh, that's, that's a nice thing kind of that you're doing. But in the moment, I was aware that it wasn't. So I was like, okay. And then you were seemed really sad about while we were recording. I was like, yeah, I thought that he was does a really know big that moment. it's not I Edgar's it jacket, right? <laughs> I thought it was a big. Mo- I didn't think it was Edgar Edgar's has jacket. Edgar's jacket. I thought it was the season two uh, jacket. Yeah, but I definitely thought it was his bomber cap. Yeah, I thought it was his bomber cap as well. Yeah, I wouldn't have suggested the idea if I was like, no, it's his parents' bomber cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sick. Oh well. Um, yes, yeah, but he's still, he's still. Yeah. Now he's got. Uh, like hair, gold, wet hair, golden earrings, and uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah, a hoop skirt, hoop skirt. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what we said in the last episode. Um, 
Don't wear a sombrero in a funky fashion. <laughs> well, I'm sure we're like 16 minutes in. Yeah. Nine minutes? Nine. Several. A bit of that will be cut. Aubrey can read. I won't cut anything. I'm, I'm, well, the computer's on a weird angle and it's far away and my eyesight's very poor. Are you editing this one? Yes. Yes, because I won't have time no, for Tuesday. No, I, I assumed. No. I was no. like, we got to get this episode out in I, two days. I do have a, I do have a full day free tomorrow, oh. but I'm editing my video that I'm supposed to, that I've told the entire internet that I'm releasing. Uh, and yeah, I I'm, I'm looking edited forward to that. Yet. Yeah, me too. It'll Down. Down. Oh. Down. Now, I'll just say one thing. Uh, my girlfriend, who has never listened to an episode of the podcast, has no interest in creatively uh, anything that I do. Very supportive. Really. Very supportive. Like the rest of our family. Our family uh, pays no attention to anything we do. Yep. Uh, it's true. She, when I saw her this weekend, she was like, have you seen BJ's trailer? She <laughs> came up to me today in the kitchen and was like, I Down. loved that video you made. I was like, wow. She's Down. very invested in BJ's creative yeah. career. Um, which I think is very supportive yeah. and nice. Yeah. If I had a yeah. girlfriend, maybe she would be invested in your yeah. creative career, Aubrey. I think yeah. then that would become awkward and strange. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, it's fine when Sam does it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Oh, well. My um, girlfriend plays Tears of the Kingdom better than I do. <laughs> That's all I got to say to this. Feels bad, man. <laughs> I mean, we can cut all of this, but yesterday Sam took... I would say a solid five minutes to figure out where the back button on a PlayStation controller was. Oh, very good. She's like, don't tell me. That's I a, can figure it out. That's probably less time than it would take me. And I've spent a fair amount of time playing with PlayStation controllers. Bro. If you say so. Now, if it was an Xbox controller, the whole other world. I'd, I'd, play Halo I'd have once. spent the whole time putting in different batteries and wondering why it's not You've got to get rechargeable batteries. Chester, every, what's wrong with your house? Every experience I ever have of like going to Chester's house and playing his Xbox with him is just us looking around for, for any TV <laughs> remote that still had batteries in it that we could use. Because every, you know, we're playing a match of Halo and like, my com- controller disconnects. It's always yours. DJ? Chester, please, just Let buy- me tell you. Didn't I bring batteries to your you house did, one you time? Did, yeah. yeah. I'm so fed up. We've we've moved out. We've hasn't been living out of home for two years now. Hasn't changed. Yeah, good. All our batteries are dead. We also seem to have our a internet's bag. just as bad. We have a Actually, bag that seems to contain the dead batteries every time. I pick yeah, them up, I'm yeah. Like, you you ah, always great, had heaps batteries. of dead batteries in your house. <laughs> we never threw them out. Yeah, well, I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> They're someone else's problem. <laughs> they blow up. It's someone else's issue. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's true. Okay. All right. Hello. Um, we're going to get into the episode now, listeners. I'm sure it's been. At least two weeks, you are wondering uh, what has happened. We have left you yeah. on a cliffhanger. You're welcome. There is a lot going on in our show. Things are taking a different direction. So uh, I want well, to reassure for them you. It's been two weeks. We've been on a cliffhanger for three months. Exactly. And I want to reassure you. I am about to. I've been listening to your questions, to your queries, to your theories. And rest assured, you're all wrong. I know what I'm doing, and you're going to. You're going to suffer the consequences. I was going to say. I was going to say, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow, we're really coming in with the negative energy today, aren't we? BJ and I had a long conversation the other day about like uh, kind comedy, about entertainment that is that is nice to you. Yeah. And as soon as we're behind mics, yeah, then when we actually got to make it, it's just people. Yeah. Um. Shall right. we begin? Let us. Oh, oh, do let us begin. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> I'm in the room. All right, I've got you here. We're going to start. Let me just finish my cocktail. Aubrey has made us both very nice fancy cocktails. I'm having a mimosa. 
Chester doesn't know I'm what anything having, I'm having a ginger beer, I think. <laughs> I'm having what you would call a... I think it's a Mount Franklin. <laughs> You'll never know. I'm having a Dasani. <laughs> San Pellegrino. <laughs> and a Perkis. So All right, we'll stop. All right. What a good idea. All right. We open high in the clouds, tinged with pink and purple as dawn approaches. A single large raven soars high, his feathers ripple in the wind, his eyes are sharp. He tucks his wings and drops below the cloud cover. As he sails lower, we can see the mountain ranges of northern France. The landscape is pockmarked with carnage. Over the mountain slopes, the trees have been felled. The rivers diverted from their courses. The towns and cities are husks, just a collection of empty, burnt-out buildings. The scene is the same the world over. A land conquered, a land scoured of human and animal life. Any resistance to the rule of the self-proclaimed god has been brutally and bloodily ended. The raven swoops lower still. Among the trees of an abandoned orchard, the leaves are falling, and the fruit rots amid the roots. The raven alights on a branch, clicks its beak. A young woman with porcelain pale skin and silvery hair is stepping between the trees in bare feet. Come, she commands, and the raven swoops down. What tidings does my little spy bring me? They have found the last of the hunted alive. They bring him. And what of the rest of Tyr? Our reports say, dead, your eminence. The remaining members of the agency are currently serving at your pleasure, eradicating resistance in the library. And the shepherd of the library? Still unaccounted for. Then we press the attack. They interrupted as there is a whinnying of a horse and the creak of wooden cartwheels. A small procession has entered the orchard, guarding a decrepit horse-drawn hay cart. The guards are human, men and women both, but their skin is mottled grey and their eyes are black pits. Mother skips with light feet to the cart, where there is an iron cage. Inside, a figure is huddled. And what do we have here? A shriveled old man, no strength left, no fight. 
the figure shifts and draws a blanket, raggedy and moth-eaten around it. Come now, where's your teeth? Last time you saw me, you were a little bolder. The figure removes the blanket from his face. His head is bald. He is wrinkling. His skin is pockmarked with age and wounds. But there is still fight in the eyes. There is still a glint of defiance in Warwick's eyes. With a sudden rush, he pushes at the bars, grabs and heaves, but he has no strength left. Mother doesn't flinch. She leans in. You're the last of your kind, old man. The dying breed. Now tell me. She wraps her hands around the iron bars and they begin to hiss and steam. Where are the rest of your kind? Where is O'Sullivan? Where is the last bell? Warwick fights to keep the tears in. They're gone. They're gone. I'm the last. Mother presses the bars of the iron cage to the side. She rents it in two and takes Warwick by the throat. We'll see about that. Until I have their skulls in my hand, I won't believe they're dead. You are going to help me, no matter how much it hurts. The raven takes off from the branch, dropping a single feather into the orchard as he leaves. He's seen enough. High into the clouds, he disappears. And we leave that scene there. join our story in the archipelago of Hookbar, shrouded in mist as it is. On the sea, a storm rages, but we are not in the sea. We are in the mountains, not far from Ravenholm. In a small, fairly idyllic little glen, we see two figures wading through the tall grass. One is, well, I will let you describe your characters. 
Who would like to start? I can start. Sure. You see, a gnome. This gnome's... Oh, maybe I won't say his name just yet. Maybe we'll get to that. Uh, he is... Uh, an old, uh, you know, wrinkly-looking creature, as all gnomes are, but he's fairly young, as gnomes go. You know, maybe a, the equivalent of maybe a 20-year-old human in gnome years, whatever that is. I don't know what the conversion rate is. Neither am I. Uh, he is wearing a uh, purple kind of jumpery robe thing, uh, a little bit like a wrap, sort of like this thick, coarse fabric wrapped around. He has a shock of red hair, bright red hair, and a little cap, not a pointy gnome hat, but just like a little beanie cap thing. It's just sort of a brown colour on his on his hair with his on his head, with his hair flowing out. And he is also wearing a purple kilt <laughs> with <laughs> like tartan purple. Um, Liam Neeson. <laughs> and he has glasses as well. Whoa. Yeah. Alright, and the other? Uh, next to him uh, there is a stooped old pumpkin boy. Is just dragging himself along. His skin is old and and wrinkled and papery, and it is crisp. It is crinkling as he moves slowly, slowly. And then next to you, he just mid stride stops. Come on, come on. And uh, the gnome. Come on, old fella. The mo- the gnome gives him a gentle little pat on the back. Come on, let's keep <laughs> let's keep going. You pat him on the back. And the the skin begins to shatter oh boy. around that point. Oh boy! And there is a Sorry. as it as a fresh young pumpkin boy breaks out from the, like the face of the old pumpkin boy and is just standing in that same half step motion as the skin, like the shell behind him, just slumps to the ground. What the hell, man? I knew you could do that. I've been worried about you. I've been trying to, I've been trying to pack that moisturizer into your skin every night. Like brushes the last of his skin off, and he goes and he picks up a wooden uh, sword that's just like a wooden uh, spike with just like a cross handle, like nailed into it. it. Like yeah. it's like a kid's wooden sword, and he straps that back onto his back. And he turns to you. Hemingway is reborn. You again? You're looking great, bro. All is meaningless. My time on this day on this world is few, but yet I press on. Your time on this day is few, is it? My time on... I misspoke. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Come on, buddy. Let's go. You are, in fact, late for a summons from the newly elected gnome in charge. There has been yet another change in leadership. GIC. Gnome in charge. <laughs> I, I don't mind that. That's all right. Um, you are heading. To, you are heading to the meeting tree, and you are going to descend below its roots. And you have a special mission that you two have been assigned uh, by the new gnome in charge. Come on, buddy. Let's go. We don't want you to be late. The uh, Hemingway is kind of strolling behind you. And he's like looking back at his old decrepit body. He moves and he like turns back. And he's like Everything okay? And he looks back to it again, looks forward. Yes, just looks back. Looks forward again. There's nothing back there, it's okay. I agree. 
keeps walking with you. Now, Noam Chomsky, is that your name? Well, you don't know my name. I'm a We've new been living together for 12 years. Yeah, bro, that new skin's really messing with your memory. I'm your best times. friend. I'm your best friend. It's just, it's just pulp up there. I don't. It's me, Flurbert Flop. Of course, Flurbert. How, how could I be so blind? It's okay, buddy. Come on, let's get going. Now, Flurbert, Flurbert. Yes, you're, you're, yes. you're the common. Walk, walk and talk. Yeah, walk I am and walking and talking. Talk. I'm slower than you. I've got little legs. Just to maintain your voice. I've got little legs. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as he gets annoyed, the voice drops. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking little legs. <laughs> Maybe he needs to have more of a Chester voice so that we don't end up both or a sounding like voice. gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> it's <just> a goat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I mean, my voice is changing a little bit now. <laughs> that's, oh no, that's good. That sounds like my tonsils are moving. <laughs> that, do you have tonsils? Ah. Oh, that's just a void, bro. <laughs> anyway, that oh. sounds like the Hemingway I know and love. I was just asking. Look, look. No, so good. Let's just end a bit so we can get right. back to the exposition. Breaking in, Aubrey as the DM here. We are Hello. not doing another classic D and D episode. <laughs> We're not going down that path again. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, continue. I'm, continue. I'm with just the plot. curbing things out. Continue with right. the plot. Uh, as of the last several gnome years. Uh, there has been a push Which are both towards longer and shorter than human years. We don't know. We don't know how they work. Uh, there has been a push to a much more integrated society between all of the small folk. Uh, they don't call themselves that. That's what the humans call. Them. They call themselves the regular folk. We call they just call themselves, call themselves the folk. The true folk. <laughs> the true folk. <laughs> they call themselves the adequately sized folk. Um, and this is the gnomes, the pumpkin boys. And then what do they call the others? Like, mo height, more problems? <laughs> yes, that is uh, okay. That is the slogans on many of the mo- more uh, radical... <laughs> the biker gnomes. Mo yeah. height, mo problems. Anyway, um, and there are some, some fairies, some pixies, some fey creatures that have... Uh, Integrated into a not racist the, society, the, the, the gnome, the the still dominantly gnome society. Okay, uh, and the two of you are heading to a briefing that you have been summoned to. Uh, Hemingway has a long history as a political consultant, apparently, and uh, I do not actually. Room. I need to write down. Bj, what was yours name? Flurbert Flop. Flop is his last name. I'm going to call you Flurbert. Sure, you can call me Flurbert. He's flippant to most people. He just introduces himself as Flurbert Flop. All right. Um, Flurbert is... Does he have qualifications? Is he just Hemingway's friend? Yeah, I think he he, he kind of grew up with Hemingway, I think. Um, and he's... Uh... <laughs> you, know what? He... you know what? He has been requested by name. And sure. we'll leave it at that. Sure. The two of you head uh, through the glade. There are... Almost uncountable numbers of predators that prey upon the small folk. Nope, um, fine. So it's actually very unwise for you to be traveling out Don't in the open. Contact. But okay. um, the the gnome people and the pumpkin boy people are a decidedly militaristic and violent people group as we have seen throughout the history of them on this show we do get killed a lot but we don't go down without a fight no they are very much like that Um, (laughs) your blunt wooden sword we are yet to win but we will keep trying so you are we are also yet to surrender (laughs) (laughs) 
I will. I will say that's a win for us. <laughs> I will say <laughs> that you are as you are walking through the glade. You are passing uh, tattered faded peeling re-election posters for Norbert Nomenkin that have okay. uh, we have never surrendered and that's a win for us as <laughs> slogans on these posters okay. they are rather oh, old Norbert such a shame to be shot in the head like that <laughs> and they never an ice bullet <laughs> Chester stop jumping ahead of the fly <laughs> you know they said there was a second archer <laughs> I, to this day he shouldn't have been on that carriage his wife right next to him <laughs> She saw everything. <laughs> it's a crying shame it was. You are heading uh, towards one of the largest trees in the glade. There Did is we just <laughs> accidentally say that Norbert was assassinated <laughs> with a glass arrow? Did we just did we just do that and then like just I move so. past that? I'm not gonna I can neither confirm nor deny cool, if it is canon keep, until we get further into the adventure, alright? All right. Um You are heading towards this very large tree, uh so large, in fact, that there is a hollow in the middle of the tree that uh, has been shaped and decorated into an archway. There are uh, two guards, both gnomes, at, on either side of this archway as the trail hey, that you are following descends down into the underground citadel, uh, simply known as the citadel. Uh, the guards nod at you. You're both known figures. Hello. You don't have to show your identification papers or your tracking numbers. Um, this is a very efficient... Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> ...democracy, finger quotes. Yep. Uh, I'm so glad they recognised me. Yeah. Young. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were with me. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so glad to be your plus one, buddy. Yeah, no worries, buddy. You're, you're very much developing the same voice. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jester, we've anyway, had complaints please. about this. Anyway, please, censor your youthful self. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I've got... I've got your well, I got, can't do voices! I've, no, I've got the lisp going on, so you need not do that. Yeah, but when Just you go. talk, I adopt <laughs> what you're saying. Well, this is going to get really awkward really quick. <laughs> All right. Uh, you descend know. into the citadel. The inside of this tree, both going up and going down, as it branches out into many different tunnels... Uh, this is a a maze of new constructed dwellings, uh, some in traditional styles of the Norman people, some in the far more avant-garde and uh, experimental styles of the Fey folk, and occasionally there are just large um, fruit and vegetables everywhere that are lived in by or occasionally ridden by pumpkin boys and wow, their affiliates. that's really avant-garde. Impressive. Avante Guard? Avante Guard. Uh, is that. Wait, wait, wait. Is that's that? the new voice. That's just what I'm doing. <laughs> no, no, that was the. In that was the name of the guard. Avante Guard. Avante Guard. Billy and Avante Guard. In the middle of this sort of bustling square where there is people and business going past left and right, uh, there is a gnome in a dark suit with uh, sunglasses. He's holding a cardboard sign above his, uh, his head that says. Uh, Man. I was just saying Winston. Is it Winston? Which character? Yours. Winston with a P. Winston with a... Well, no, your no. current character. I, my brain is Hemingway. 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 Oh, like the airport. I'm just going to speak like Hemingway like this, okay? 
Does that work? Y- you're going to do that for two hours. Yes. No. <laughs> okay. You've already started. We can't just. If you if you're going to change it, listeners, do it now. you know what Chester sounds like. That is Hemingway's voice. I'm, Hemingway is Chester. Whatever voice I'm doing in the moment, All right. that is Hemingway. I think you just need to like be a little bit more like eloquent. All right. I am eloquent. I'm keeping this moving because we uh, are on a schedule. So sorry. Uh, he has a cardboard sign uh, that has Hemingway and Flubert yep. uh, misspelled uh, on the sign, uh, and that he's kind of holding out and he's waiting for you. He uh, like an. He's my right. They I mean, all, our right. They always add a hyphen in my name. I don't know why. What's your hyphen? It's a little dash. Does that mean it goes faster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, though. It's just flip a flop. Where's that? Flip a flop. Anyway, we're here now. <laughs> Hello, good sir. Hello. Bonjour. What? Arrivederci. Bonjour. Cinque. All right, we're late. We're just going to keep walking and talking. Come okay. with me. Uh, you have your security passes? Yes. He checks your papers mm. that are very extensive. Mm. Um, and he's like, all right, now you're just going to have to take a, um, a saliva sample. Ah. <laughs> uh, and he, he ushers you into an ah. elevator. This is like a pulley-drawn elevator with counterweights that starts taking you up the tree. Um, and you are heading up. And he's like, and... Um, I'm just here to escort you, but do you understand the gravity of your situation? You can take you can take the the tongue out of the tongue. Thanks. I was wondering you, when you were sure. going to do that. Sure. Thanks. Sure. No, no. Sure, sure. Um, you, I'm not going to shake your hand. Sure. What's your name, sir? My name is Avant Garde. Ah, Avant. Ah, wonderful. Avant Garde. I was just saying that. Yeah, you were just saying that before. It's a very common name. Lovely to meet you. I'm Flubert Flop. My name is uh, Hemingway Ernest. Hemingway Ernest. Hemingway Ernest, this voice. And Flubert. Flubert. Flop. Flubert. Flop. Flop. You can just call me Flubert. Yep. I'm not going to remember that. Yep. No worries. You are, you are number one of 17 things I have to do today. No worries. Now, sure, you said, um, do we understand the um, the gravity to which, you didn't say that, the, but the gravity to which we are being called here. Are we in trouble? Uh, no, quite the opposite. You're being given an honor. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go, buddy. boy. Good job, good buddy. Sorry. No, it's okay. The president will speak with you. Uh, at the We've got a president here. <laughs> you didn't pay attention to the last election? I'm working in media. All right. The doors I was uh, swing open. Uh, and suddenly there is like there is like palatial carpet. The walls are white. You'll, it looks like the inside of the White House. Wow. Um, and you're being escorted through this. Is there this are multiple dry? security checks. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, it's not dry. Uh, Don't. I got pain on my hands. <laughs> Don't. It's Wipe a new it installation. On. Wipe it back on. Quick. There's just more pain on my hands. <laughs> anyway. Wait, no, no, let me help you. Okay. Anyway, starts doing his it's uh, not working. Gentlemen, please refrain from touching the walls. <laughs> Sorry. I thought they would have been trying by now. I guess right. it's been pretty Imagine human. them both turning around. Hemingway's got it on his hands. <laughs> Flop is like wiping them on Hemingway. <laughs> yeah, you just got like a white, like the like the orcs with the hand right. like on your face. Uh, all right. Will you please subject yourself to an invasive security screening? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I never say no. One extremely invasive security screening later. Uh, you are... A set of double doors are pushed open and you are ushered into what looks surprisingly like a square office um, with a very large imposing square desk and windows that look out through almost the top of the tree into uh, foliage. Nothing we do is square. 
We don't, have, we don't have a square. Behind we, the desk, square there is a young gnome with what looks suspiciously like a fake tan, uh, a very high and uh, sort of peaked haircut. Uh, yeah, saluting for the, those who can't, <laughs> those without television. All right, so you're, you've stopped your saluting. You're both covered in paint. Um, Excuse me, Mr. President. Do you have a napkin, sir, Mr. President? It's war paint. The um, avant-garde, <laughs> avant-garde reaches inside his his suit and pulls out a handkerchief Thank and you. hands it to you. Uh, the president is spinning slowly in his in his desk chair. You use both sides. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the president is spinning slowly in his desk chair, fingers steepled, looking out the window. Uh, and the gnome says, "Mr. President, sir." Uh, the special agents you requested for the special top secret mission. Uh, the the spinning chair comes to a stop, not quite square, and he scooches it square to the table. <laughs> My fellow gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but you're dead. No, this isn't Norbert. This is a completely new one. Oh, okay. Wait. My fellow gnomes and pumpkin boy. Uh, it is good to meet you. He's checking a list. Hemingway. Yes, me sure. And Flubert. Sure. Yes. Gentlemen. Close enough, Your your Excellency. Thank you. Uh, he gets up like... Can I call you that? Uh, Mr. President? Hold on. I, I had it before. I didn't write it down. I thought of it in church. I need to think of what the thing is. His name was... Um, my... It's like... Flurbert, you can call me Don F. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. President, Don F. Kennedy. Very good, son. Nope, no, that's I, my I, name. A, pr- okay. a proud line of Kennedy's. Whatever you say, your deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. All right, kids, follow me. Uh, there is like a, a whoosh and a secret compartment opens in the wall and it's another elevator. Can I just say... <laughs> it goes back down to a reception. Can I just say that they go into the, the uh, elevator and they go down and there's a pause and then a little hatch opens up and a man, a gnome in a black suit hops out and says, Finally, I'm back in. <laughs> Who's this? It's Nixon. <laughs> Nixon gnome, both spelled with a silent G. This, one, this one's just called Tricky Dicky Nixon, <laughs> but it's all one word. I'm blacking, baby. It's me. All right, you are heading. You're whooshing down in another elevator, a secret <laughs> elevator this time, uh, with Don F. Kinnan and Entity. Uh, gentlemen, do you understand the gravity of the situation that we are in? Not yet, sir. You Absolutely, can we are going down. We are facing almost total war. Because what? Oh, I oh. elevated. No, I didn't right. know that. With the mushroom people of the <gasps> lower kingdom. <gasps> I didn't realize that. Gentlemen, you have been handpicked by my advisors and um, also myself. You are going to be sent. Honest, yeah, thank you. You are going to be sent on a special peace mission to bring this. And as the door, like you land, the, the elevator stops, the doors open, and there is just a gnome uh, with a three wheel trolley and a crate. <laughs> Sure, I do not understand. Sure, I you want to finish that sentence? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the pumpkin boys and the gnome guard have uh, never been peaceful or done peace treaties before in the history of our time. That is true. But in this particular instance, the... Uh, uh, what do you call him? He's clicking at uh, a secretary who's walking past. Uh, and the secretary goes, We're just 
calling them the fungus people, sir. The fungus among us? The fungus among us. <laughs> those ones. All right. Kids, this is the deal. We don't want total war with them. They don't want total war with us. But we're heading for it for some reason. <laughs> I wonder why. I think it has something to do with my predecessor, Norbert Nomenkin, and his aggressive anti-fungal policies. They were a bit far. They, he could go a bit far. Uh, yes, those? some of the language he used yeah, is now being taught as examples of hate speech. So yeah. in, the, in the moment, in the time, they were acceptable. Times change. I understand that, son, and that is why we are sending them a peace offering. And this but is last week is not now. Last <laughs> week is not now. We've moved on. My voice has changed Today. from Kennedy to uh, well, it was really Mayor Quimby. No, not Mayor Quimby. It was yeah, Diamond Joe Quimby. Diamond Joe Quimby, not Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, and it's just changed to My American generals. All right. Uh, and he he gestures. This crate is like very sturdily built and has tr- like three padlocks on it. This is our peace offering. Now, I am giving it to you. You are a two-man team. You are going to take this undercover, and you are going to go mm-hmm. by the highly dangerous subtunnels <gasps> all the way the highly dangerous sub-tunnels. to the um, mushroom people. Sir. The fungus among us. Those ones. Yes, sir. sir. He's, I do not he, have a cover uh, for it. A cover? Yes, you said undercover. Don't worry. We can give you a tarp. One. <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> what? Hemingway, we're going undercover. We like putting it. <laughs> Go under the top. It's all right. The cover has been provided. We do not want anyone to know what you were doing. Excuse me, you're taking this. I would just like to say that I don't. I only just met you, but I. And this trust, is crazy. I just, but here's my papers. So please don't dox me. I, I just like to say that I've only known you for a couple of minutes, but I'm more than willing to die for democracy. Are we still democracy? Technically, yes. I'm still willing to die for it then. And gloriously so. Hell yeah. He, takes your, he shakes your hand. Son, it would be an honor for you to die for our country. Thank you. <laughs> and I am almost depending upon you to risk exactly that. What? <laughs> it's a dangerous mission, and you were handpicked as the best people for the job. Your reputation precedes you. You are the immortal Hemingway. Don't worry. We'll talk about it on your road, Hemingway. Right? Did All you, right. Wait, I'm, no, you were complimenting me. Hold on. <laughs> no, I was finished. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that hurts. All right. Where are the maps? Uh, Don't worry. He, like, I'll, spreads I'll out a map yeah, on top of the crate. And it's like, all right, we're here. He's pointing at uh, an almost meaningless scribble. Uh-huh. Uh, fungal boys, there. Uh-huh. Uh, Subterranean tunnels, go from here to there. I love the straight line, sir. Very exactly. good. Exactly. Fastest way to get anywhere except for a curve. <laughs> <laughs> because the planet's curved. Doesn't matter. We're moving on. What? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah, Hemingway. Don't get political. We've got a job to do. All right. Now, if anyone gives you trouble, you don't know us. You didn't come from us. This gift isn't for anyone. What do we say is in the box? I don't care. What's in the box? Nothing's what in the is- box. Nothing's in the box. Nothing's in the box. Nothing's in the box. Nothing's in the box. Nothing's Nothing's in the box. All right, we're settled. Empty. Good boys. My voice keeps slipping. (laughs) I've not done this accent enough. Thank you, Mister Showerstrip. (laughs) Mister What? Never mind. It's all good. (laughs) We're moving on. All right. Here is another secret tunnel. For the glory of the citadel. For the glory of the citadel. We're doing the citadel. Oh, we are doing the citadel. Where's the citadel? I thought we moved past the citadel. Nope. This is the citadel. We're still. <laughs> I'm Don F. Kennedy. You will not correct me on pronunciation. Yes, sir. All right. 
Gentlemen, it is Nana. And when you return, there will be uh, parades and champagne and... Ice cream. Um, confetti cannons ice and... Cream? Sure, ice cream, whatever you want. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, there'll be medals and honors and statues and all those good things because you will have helped us avoid total war with the fungal people. I think we want that. I think we want that too. Sounds good? Sounds good. All right, that's lunch. <laughs> As he's like walking away, <laughs> having we still has his hand up, he's like... Yeah, the statues of us. <laughs> <laughs> you can see in a corner, like an alcove. Someone's making a statue of, John, of Don F. <laughs> <laughs> I should have asked that they'll, earlier. They'll probably, they'll probably start us next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They make his face. All right, there He's is the man in charge. He's uh, the man. There is still a gnome with the crate on a three-wheel trolley. He's got like a cap on and like a boilermaker's jumpsuit. And he's like, um. Someone's got a. Someone's got a. I'm a different voice. Got a different voice. You right here? Someone's got a sign for this. I think it's yours. I shall All right, sign, sign here. For this. You have fingers. So. All right. Um, uh, I'm still going. It's a, long it's a lot of F's. He has a bit of a lisp. He needs to write that in the signature. Uh, no, no, I understand. Why is he typing a small novel? He works on the side. I guess I give you my emergency contact as well. (laughs) Yes, and. (laughs) All right. Here you go. Thank you. Uh, He he walks away and immediately drops into bed. All right. You have been left uh, there. You have been indicated to a tunnel that is leading you out of the citadel. You have a three-wheel trolley in a crate, and you have a map that's telling you to go in a straight line. It's a three-wheel trolley. I love three-wheel trolleys. Okay, Hemingway, you stand up on top of lookout. I'll carry the trolley from behind. I make a strength roll then. (laughs) I don't know if which one of us is better at strength. (laughs) I think I think just from my memory, um, the pumpkin boys are like three times the size. Yeah, twelve plus three. Okay, never mind. (laughs) There's nothing in this crate. (laughs) Flubert is. Ripped. <laughs> he wasn't before. He picks it up and his shirt just rips off. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm shirtless now. <laughs> oh yeah, let me. He like climbs up your muscles to get onto the box. <laughs> Good handholds there, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll just take a short intermission while we pour some water. Look, if we had time, I'd make another cocktail, but we'll do that in the intermission. Why'd they give us the box next to the bathroom? <laughs> It's very unceremonial. <laughs> Getting this? Getting that foley? <laughs> Damn, we're really good. <laughs> Damn, we're good. Thanks, Aubrey. You're welcome. All right, you head off into this tunnel, uh, and I will get Hemingway uh, roll a d12 for me. Maybe I should have been look at. Since I have eyes. Um, we have any pluses? Right no now? pluses. Just tell me what the roll is. One. One hour later, um, <laughs> you have made your way out of the citadel through certain back streets. Uh, you have covered your crate with a tarp. Um, so far, nobody has asked you any questions. You were you. Your weapons were returned to you after the incredibly invasive security checks. I didn't know they took it. <laughs> Told you. That's why the security check is so invasive. It distracts you. I was really confused by the puppet show in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was odd. It was funny, though. That purple guy was hilarious. I think that was meant to be you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's a little... Yeah, no, I see that. Yeah. Um, all right. How have you been passing the time as you have been trundling along 
through these white... You have kind of... You've left the citadel. You've left the suburbs that are built around it. You are now out on what is effectively subterranean country roads. Hemingway is laying on top of the box and looking up at the sky, not paying attention to like, There's the There's no sky. There is... You're in a tunnel. It's just the tunnel. Like, the roof of the tunnel. He's just been, like, silent for the past four years. What minutes. do you see, good buddy? Do you ever think about death? Oh, boy. <laughs> I do. How it has eluded me. Yep. Do you remember what it was like before the fog? Back when you could see the tops of trees from I the was, ground? I was barely a little gnomling. You weren't born. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't born, like I said. I remember it. What was it like, Hemingway? Back then, back in those days, I lived in the town, you see. <gasps> I know, we're not wow. allowed there anymore, but I lived there. With real was, bricks? It was before it was a radioactive toxic meltdown <laughs> dump. All at the same time. Wow. Back then. I can't even comprehend it. Back then, a single quarter would buy you shopping for a week. And with six pence, you could see as far as you wanted to. <sighs> there from here, from, yeah. from my, little, yeah. my little flat yeah. up there. Where I would sometimes, I'd sometimes play with the paperwork, and I'd get a spack, a spack, a smack. I mix. <laughs> That's how they used to pronounce it back then. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's I, how we pronounced it in the old days. I'd be playing on, I'd be playing on my dad's uh, desk while he was trying to like fill out form stuff and other stuff because he was trying to buy tickets to go to a country called America, which at the time was called the land of the free. Little do they know. <laughs> not so much so now. Continue. Anyway, so I was playing around in the papers, and uh, he got mad at me because I, I ripped up a bunch of them. But um, back in those days, they had these things called radios, and you could speak to different people from all around the world. Wow! But I remember all I ever wanted. It must just, have been long strings. All I there were. All I ever wanted, and all I ever did was I laid in my in a little. Sunbeam, little sun, sunbeam in a little pot. I would lay there, and yeah, people would be coming doing different things, but it just didn't matter. I'd just be there, just, be just there. feeding me little bits of pikelet. They'd give me a little bits of something, something, a little bit of something, something here. I couldn't talk to them, so I just did little hand gestures to tell them when I wanted things. But it was amazing. And now, Hemi, Hemi, wasn't your your dad was your human, wasn't he? Okay, yeah. Like, like a more hate, more problems well, human. A more hate, more problems. More hate, more problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he wasn't as bad as, you know, some of them are. Really? He, he didn't kick me. His friend tried to kick me. <laughs> um, I never liked him. His friend kicked I, I a lot of my brother. I, I never forgave him for that. I bit through the shoelaces on his Doc Martens. He never put those Doc Martens on again. Until <laughs> he got new laces a week later. They were fake Doc Martens too. No one told him that. <laughs> Paid full price. That's what you get when you buy it off eBay. You can tell by the stitching. <laughs> tell by the stitching. I'm aware of these things. But yeah, I've just... You know, at this point, it's been so long and I've gone through so many different old Hemingways, I don't actually remember what any of them looked like. I don't remember their faces. I just remember the sunbeam. Yeah. Do you think one day you'll get back to the sunbeam? Yeah. Not that I know about that. <laughs> I'd like to see the sun again. I, I'd i like to see the sun. I'd like you to see the sun too. But you know what I'd also like? I'd really like to see the moon again. It's a whole other What's thing. What's the moon, Hemingway? There's a second orb in the sky. I've talked about the sun before. Yeah. There's another one. 
and its its role is to to light up the darkness. So at night time, no, that's what you told me the first job. No, that's just, <laughs> no, you. <laughs> uh, Why do I tell you anything? <laughs> no, no, no. You said that. You so said there's, there's, the, there's a big there's orb the, there's the, the day and the when it's bright. <laughs> And then that one goes bye bye, and, and then, then there's the other one. Shut up! <laughs> I'm sorry. Then there's the night time that comes after when the sun yeah, goes yeah, yeah. bye bye. The big one goes down. Bye bye. There's this other one that hangs around there, so that it's not too dark, so you can't drive your cars home. <laughs> oh, so it's like a little bit dark. It's a little bit. It's like a night light. Ah, like a like a candle. Exactly. It's okay. like a candle. It's like how a candle is different from a bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, don't I know it. Mm-hmm. My. My eyebrows grown back. <clears throat> Beer. I'd wow. like to see that before I die again. I'd like to, <laughs> to see that before you die. As well. I'd like. To- I need to be taking this seriously for my own voice. No, no, I'm like, the, I think it's, oh, per- this is a really- it's perfect for the voice. Ooh, the voice me, is the character. Let me try that again. <coughs> I'd like to see that before you die as well. Or maybe before you die, because that's a lot more final. Oh, yeah, true. That's a good point. That'd be good. Let's aim for that. Can you die, Hemingway? I haven't died yet, baby. Hell yeah, baby. Hey, yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah. High five from underneath you. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> All right. I want you both to make a brains check for me. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's so good. Oh. Unnatural 12. Just roll again. We can't do that all the time, Aubrey. 11. 11 and an unnatural 12. Mm-hmm. You both become aware that there is a steady rumbling coming from behind you. And with such a high roll and being the kind of creatures that you are, what you recognise is that something is digging down. And it is imminently going to intersect with the tunnel that you are in. Oh boy, by the time you stop, drop and roll. Hemingway climbs like up onto his feet and he like brushes himself off a little bit and he takes his wooden sword and he like glides his hand over it and says, It's time for a glorious death! No, 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 no. Let's just hide in the shadows. Okay. <laughs> what shadows? You're in a tunnel. Let's just hide here. Let's hide underneath the cart. That's a great hide idea. under the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd hide in the box, but I don't know how to open it. I'll give it a go. <laughs> anyway, he's going to take his um, sword and then try and jam it into the, like uh, the okay. point of lid. Make I should a try and stop it, but I won't. Check, but you have to beat twelve. Please, what did you? What? I got a twelve. God damn it! <laughs> I won't um, do it. If we uh, won't, we uh, won't no, try it, we can't. Oh, no, I won't do it, Aubrey. I won't break your thing. You know what? It's okay. You stick a wooden sword and you snap the three padlock. I would just like to say I'm before so Aubrey reveals <laughs> this, I'm imagining that he's trying to pull a Clone Wars, and we're going to find out that the thing that we're trying to transport is like this guy's daughter that he's marrying off, like that one Clone Wars episode. <laughs> Not familiar. The, 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 one right. on the, the underground train and the, no, the, I don't know, okay. BJ. Oh, I'm sorry, he hasn't watched. Hemingway I've jams the, the very sword season four. and like, punches the handle of the sword to like jam the, the screws out. And he's like, I'm so smart. All <laughs> right. At this point, uh, 
two things happen at once. Oh, boy. <laughs> you lever open the lid of the trunk. And inside the trunk, laying in repose, arms crossed upon his chest, wow. is a gnome. Who, when he hears the crack and the splintering of weird of wood, sits bolt upright, grabs both sides of the trunk, and his head begins to turn as he glazed eyes stares around at both of you, and he goes, "Avast, awake, hold your lives, dear." They tried to kill me, but they can't. Okay, get back the in your butt. This glass get- bullet didn't do it. <laughs> And Norbert Nomenkin starts trying like, to clamber out of the lockbox. We're like very gently trying to like back in your box. Problem I re- is, I regret. I regret. I, yep. Yeah. I regret is happening. Like, they tried to do me okay, under. Okay. Good job, Granddad. Something's coming. Be quiet, please. And at that point, crashing through the ceiling of oh, the tunnel um, is something akin to a fox, except where there should be a furry face. Uh, there is a bone-bleached skull and burning pits for eyes. Uh, it rips open this tunnel and sticks its head and its forepaws in. It is big enough more or less to kind of... Which one of you is bigger? I'm, I'm actually quite unsure of that. I'm yeah. like twice the size. No. It's big enough to eat... Yeah, I thought we were rest of the same. No, I thought you were in the, in the episode we discussed, that the gnome, the, um, it took multiple gnomes to kill uh, a single pumpkin boy because they were that, like, pumpkin in oh, the yeah. body. Right. Yeah, this yeah, that's thing, true. This gnomes, thing... Gnomes were the yeah. size of um, normal... Size gardens. of a garden. Um, right. and yeah. Then, yeah, so you'd be so. taller. Okay, in that case, this thing is the size of a large dog. Oh. Um, but it looks like it should be a fox, but pieces of it are rotting... And bone, but this is like something larger than a moose. To out to you, yes, right, yeah. this thing is massive. It turns its flaming eyes on you. It opens its mouth, and there is a rattle like a rattlesnake, and a hiss as three tongues lash out at you. And then there is a tick as a small pebble from Flurbit Flop's slingshot. Stinks against its skull. Back, you foul beast. Flop. Flop. Yeah. yeah. Stop pushing the cart. Stop pushing the cart. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, pumpkin, At this uh, point, um, Hemingway like brandishes his sword towards <laughs> the child. Like, Push the cart. Norbert, see, Norbert Nomenkin seeing this guy. You know what? Never mind. Back in the box. <laughs> Slams the closed box. You didn't see me. <laughs> uh, Hemingway goes to like hammer his like sword to like close the things and he pauses like no you help <laughs> you like, help he's, he's, hold, it, he's he holding it, it down holding it we're down. gonna make we're gonna make a post strength checks uh, and then I guess do I make a strength check yes. with the card as well it's a 13 Chester seven <laughs> alright you cannot get this thing open um, and fooey you with that that's a, that's a 10 for Flobbit right, you take push. off yeah. with the trolley pulling oh, it down boy, the oh, boy, oh, boy, legs oh boy oh boy oh boy um, and then alright since it's just Hemingway this thing launches forwards yeah, at you his top half is buff but his legs are still um, these tiny little things 
it swipes out with um, its multiple weird tongues that seem to have almost like spines embedded in the front of it. Uh, the first barrage misses you and it's your turn. Okay, um, I'm imagining him and we kind of like ducks down and they like uh, a chunk of the, the box gets like a tiny like bit of it like broken off and splinters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he jumps on top of it, branches his sword and says... I am Hemingway of Main Street. You will not take me alive. Yeah. He's going to swing at one of the tongues as All it right. comes towards him. <laughs> what, uh, what am I? There's like a, there's a little there's glimmer a of. Attack. Uh, like, like, it would be strength. strength. Now, I you I expect you actually with much more magic, uh, but never mind. Yeah, I don't know what I've got. You're um, a creature born of magic. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, well, I'll come to that. Um, uh, <laughs> we'll use your strength. For, uh, 14. All right, with 14, uh, you, have, you, you have slice into... Alistair does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, uh, everything is on a lower scale. Yeah. Loser, how's it feel? <laughs> your tier training coming in helpful. Chester your is bad arcana, your fake docs. Mm. <laughs> um, you slash into one of the tongues. And this thing makes a weird rattling hiss sound as it continues. Yeah, you way. Um, and with how much did you roll for your uh, strength? Strength. You are pelting down this corridor. Uh, all right. And this thing is chasing after you. It is filling the corridor. And with a 12, it is going to take a snap at Hemingway. I'm imagining like that scene in... Just um, please talk into your microphone. Sorry, I imagine please. that scene. I imagine we have like two torches at the front of the cart. And it's like that scene in... Um, uh, the were rabbit where they're going he's going into the tunnel after yeah. the thing like yeah, it's, exactly but it's coming that. the yeah. other way and we're just going away from it. there's like dirt flying as we see like tongues yeah. coming out of the dark this thing is ripping yeah. ripping into the the tunnel and the tunnel will be impassable back the other way uh, it is destroying this tunnel as it is forcing its frame through and you can hear the creak of uh, bones in sockets that have no cartilage in them mm-hmm. uh, as whatever this thing that seems to be some kind of reanimated fey evil um, is pursuing you and it snaps at you with tongues and teeth and it hits you for five damage okay oh um, that's a lot of damage for us yeah you have uh, a total of eight hit points I, I should probably do it on my I have, phone actually I have a whole bunch so, yeah, I'll just do it uh, on notes on my phone rather than writing on the page okay so eight minus one <laughs> yep uh, eight minus five uh Three. Three. Um, uh, uh, Hemingway <coughs> swings his sword again. It's like, this sword has killed two pigeons, three <laughs> lizards, two of my own kind, and one gnome. <laughs> you will not take that. <laughs> As you- like a tongue like stabs through his chest. And he's like, no, it was an accident. And, and he rips falls. a chunk of your chest <laughs> And he like falls back <laughs> and like lands and nearly like falls off the cart. It's like, oh, I think I'm dead. I <laughs> <laughs> go dying. Hold on, good buddy. That's it. All right. <laughs> like rolls onto his front. <laughs> he's passing out. No, he's just he's just assuming this is death. So it's like his tongue right. sticks out. <laughs> All right. Well, um, does he have a tongue? Flurbert make Flurbert make another strength check for the pulling of the cart. Okay. Um, uh, eleven. And make a brains check for me. Oh no. Three. Three. <laughs> 
uh, run. That's you all. Are, that's you all are knows. just running, and what your brain is not Slot recognizing just set to run <laughs> uh, is that what you're not recognizing is that you are coming to the end of the tunnel and where it is widening out into some other space, and you are just going straight forward, and so you do not see uh, that you are heading for a flight of stairs that are not gnome size; they are human size, oh, no. and you just go whoop off. And your momentum a nice little carries you as you go. Can we do just a freeze frame <laughs> yeah, slow motion yeah. in midair as the I believe I can fly? As all no, of no, them like no. going through there. This, like, these the jaws is like, just missing. Please yeah. allow me to steal one of my favorite things uh, from Spout Law, <laughs> and the slow motion song uh, is Who can say where the wind? <laughs> It's just an Enya song <laughs> as the jaws like yeah, yeah, just, just missing. Say. Hemingway is like naturally meant Yep. Hemingway is still like and then like eye, his eyes are just crosses, tongue hanging. Out. There's like two blinking eyes inside the box. <laughs> yep. Um, and you and go, then we fall. <laughs> and at this point, we just say you're just holding on to the front of the Come car. <laughs> You're holding onto the front of the cart flow of it with it lifting your legs up as it is just careening down so steps. have I been pulling it yep. from in front or pushing it from behind? I, I was imagining sh- pushing from behind. but I had assumed you were pulling from the front. Um, I think I was imagining a wheelbarrow, so that's probably my... I, I was imagining we'll a three-wheel trolley. Yeah. So you did say that. Whatever. Um, yeah. Either way, yeah. both of you oh, are roughly on top of the trolley and the cart. <laughs> and you go down the stairs. And the creature... Is going to get another swing at you. That's a three. It misses, um, and it kind of rolls down the Sucked steps, in. and it is just—it <laughs> is just like careening off walls and Hell trying to get yeah. things. And it is racing for you. Okay. I want you both to make a brains check. Four. Uh, that is eleven. All right, four. Fluffer. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> you're just yeah. You're just panicking. Uh, with an 11 Hemingway. My intellect is activated. Your, your, <laughs> yes. back alive. And what, and what your intellect tells you is that you are about to fling yourselves off a cliff where this staircase breaks away into an underground river. Flop, activate your drift mode. Ah, okay. <laughs> Utilize your drift capabilities. <laughs> what, what does that look like? Is that is that uh, I guess that would be like a speed check or a strength check? I'm gonna say it's a magic check because whatever the hell. You're right. Drifting is magic. <laughs> it's, after all, twelve it unnatural twelve. All right. What what do you what? I don't know what that means. Just tell me what you do. Tokyo drift, baby. What does that mean? <laughs> Sparks come off his feet. <laughs> come on, how do you avoid this? How do you avoid this? This uh. Drop. It's like he's suddenly the the animation style turns like shonen anime like sing. He suddenly got long hair like down his eyes. And like yes, yes. His eyebrows are back. <laughs> yeah. His eyebrows are back. Um, yeah, and he like <laughs> his legs get really buff as well, but you can't really see it under the kilt. And then he like. Yeah, stamps his bare feet down on the ground. There's like those blue sparks that you see in anime all the time. The cart like goes up onto one wheel. Like Tokyo Drift starts playing, and I like drift around the corner, like 
off to the left, d- avoiding this. Yeah, you kind of you, you more like you swing it around onto what uh, a crumpling ledge just to the left of yep. the stairs where the four of us would have been before uh, it collapsed. Yeah, and uh, rolling a four, this thing just can't stop its momentum. It sort of tries to follow you, but its back legs swing out from behind it, and it ends up kind of scrabbling, trying to cling on to the, huh. um, the ledge. Should have, should have used less oversteer. <laughs> Your threat was really just a small sniffle compared to my extreme intellect. <laughs> and it drops into the water. <laughs> Crash. Because it's done with this. Nice. Nice job, buddy. Nice Good job, yeah. buddy. Hell, hell, yeah, nice. hell yeah, buddy. We're alive. All right, you are left uh, on Allegedly. top. You are left on top of this this crumbling ledge, looking down at a, a cliff drop into a river, uh, and you can see on the opposite side of this this crevasse uh-huh. is uh, the the rest of the tunnel. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dark Tides. I have been your host, show creator, and narrator, Aubrey Lydon, uh, playing uh, Flurbert Flop, the gnome, BJ Ingate, Hemingway Ernest of the Main Street, Chester Lydon, and I played Don F. Kennedy. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with the next installment of our very canonical and very, very plot relevant, very plot relevant. This is exactly the story that you wanted to be getting the rest of. I've been listening to your calls. You wanted Hemingway. All right. Uh, stay safe, kids. We'll see you in the next episode. Until then, bye-bye. Also, thank you to our patrons.